1: Dates and places in the following story are fictitious for obvious reasons. The events themselves are a matter of record. With only six shopping days till Christmas, thoughts go quickly to the many happy, hurried preparations for this wonderful religious feast day. There are presents for the children, the turkey for dinner, and a thousand and one important things to plan and arrange before December 25th rolls around. Sunday is probably your day to rest. Your day to take it easy. And it's on Sunday that NBC brings you a whole evening of great entertainment to help you relax, put you into a holiday mood, and provide you with many hours of pleasant radio listening. Today, hear The Big Show with stars including Rosalind Russell, Phil Silvers, Jack Carson, Sarah Vaughn, and many more. Yes, a full 90 minutes of great entertainment is yours. Comedy, drama, music. It's The Big Show. Then, Phil Harris and Alice Faye are featured in a half hour of Mirth and Music. Later, Theater Guild on the Air presents Tyrone Power and Loretta Young in Aerosmith by Sinclair Lewis. Stay tuned to NBC, now entering its second quarter century as the leader in radio programming. And now, from the files of the Texas Rangers, the case called
2: Pickup. It is eleven thirty on the night of July fifteenth, nineteen forty-eight. In a hobo jungle just outside the freight yards of Stone Canyon, Texas, two men crouch beside a small fire. Ain't that coffee ready yet, Whitey?
3: For you know it, the freight'll be here.
2: Well, it ought to be ready now.
3: Hand me them two tin cans. Catch. <laughs> I wish we was already riding that rattler, Joe. I'm getting cold. You're always getting cold. Well, it's my chest. <laughs> It ain't been right since last winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right, here's your coffee. You know, I've been thinking, Joe, maybe we ought to stick around a while. What for? Well, there's plenty of work here. <laughs> uh, besides, I'm getting tired. Always moving. Never getting set long enough to rest. <clears throat> now, what's the matter? This coffee. What'd you put in it? Well, I made it the same as always, oh, Joe. I ought to know better than let you make it, Whitey. You never could make a cup of coffee fit to drink. Hey, come on, let's grab that rattler. Hey, you're pouring the coffee on the fire. That's all it's good for, without fires. Come on, let's go. Well, let me finish my coffee first. Come on, come on, Whitey. You want to miss this break? Well, uh, okay, Joe. Joe, Joe, wait. I can't run so fast. Come on, come on, Whitey. Joe, Joe no, I'm trying, Joe. Wait, wait. It's empty, Whitey, with the door open. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, hurry up, will you? I can't, can't think it, Joe. Give me a hand. There you go. I don't know why I bother with you. More trouble. Move out of the way. I want to get the door closed. There might be some mail room. ticks around. Yeah. Yeah. That's better. Two. Yeah? There's somebody else riding in this car, over in the corner. So what? You don't own the railroad. Well, he's laying on his face. Something's wrong with him. Uh, he's probably drunk. Leave him be. Well, maybe he's sick. <laughs> I'm going to... Joe. Now what's the matter with you? This guy, he's dead. What? Yeah, we see. Yeah. We had to pick this car. We got to get out of here, Joe. You crazy, Whitey? This rattler's moving too fast now. We get killed. Well, if the cops find us in here with that stiff that sent us away for good, we gotta get out of here, Joe. Wait, I got a better idea. He's gonna get out. You, you're gonna throw a dead man off the train? Why not? He won't care. <laughs> I still think we ought to leave him be. Get out soon as the rattler slows down nearer town. What's the matter, you chicken? Come on, get hold of his other arm. Joe, no. will no, one grab it, Whitey. Nah, nah, let's get him over to the door. <laughs> Oh, I feel sick. You're always feeling sick. Sure is rough country out there. Okay, throw him
4: out. There we
3: go. and yeah. Don't have to worry about him no more. Okay, Whitey. What do you say we get some sleep?
2: body was found in a rocky ravine a day later by a mexican nester julio ramirez who rode to the nearest town and reported his discovery in the absence of the sheriff the rangers were notified within two hours rangers jace pearson and clay morgan were riding toward the ravine together with ramirez how much farther julio oh he's not far senor just over this slope the dead one he's there at the bottom you sure you never saw him before yeah pero no senor and I would know because in a whole year I seen maybe like six people. Uh, this one I never seen. That's why it was uh, such a great surprise to find the dead one. Oh, Rosita, she she was so scared. Rosita? Yeah, that's my burro, senor. She was uh, so scared. Ah, ah, senor, uh, uh, there, there, there is the dead one. He's down there by the rocks. Ooh. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, Chase railroad tracks in the other side of the ravine.
5: Uh huh. Julio? Yes, senor. How often do the trains come past
4: here?
2: Oh, two times a day, senor. But uh, they do not carry a lot of people.
5: You mean the freight trains? Si,
2: si, that's it. Freight trains.
5: He could have fallen off one of these freights, Chase. Yeah, we'll know better when we get a look at the body. Get up, Charlie. Come Come up. Arre, Rosita, arre.
2: No, 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 Rosita, don't be scared. The dead one will not hurt
5: you, querida. Easy, Charlie. Easy, boy.
2: Senores, my Rosita, she's uh, still scared. If you don't need me some more... You can
5: go now, Julio. Thanks for helping us.
2: Ah, Por nada, senora. I'll be in my shack over that hill. Arre. Adios, senores.
5: Oh, Oh, boy. Whoa.
6: Uh,
5: Let's get to work, Clay. Hey, shirt's torn. There's dirt and rock dust all over his back. Looks like he did fall off one of those freights or got pushed. Turn him over, will you? Yeah. Chase. Yeah, shot in the chest. Well, that's our first break. Bullet didn't go through the body. We'll be able to turn the slug over to ballistics. I'll check him for identification. Not what you'd call a pretty boy, is he? Rolling down that hill didn't improve his looks any. You find anything? Not yet. Pockets are clean. I don't think we'll get much from the dungarees and the shirt. Hey, wait a minute. What is it? Laundry mark on the shirt. CJ405. Yeah, that's some help. Not too much. We'll have to check every laundry in Texas to find out where this came from. I got a hunch we may not have to do that. That stain on his shirt and those two on his dungarees. What would you say they were? It could be crude oil. Uh huh. We'll take a look at his shoes. Some more stains on top and oil caked in the soles. Yeah, looks like he worked in the oil fields. We'll have the lab go over these clothes, but it sounds like a pretty good bet. An awful lot of
2: all towns in Texas, Jase. Yeah,
5: but only one I know of on this rail line. You mean
2: that boom town south of here?
5: That's it, Ralston. Well, I suppose we find out he did come from there. How'd he get in one of those freights, and who pushed him off right here at this spot? We'll worry about that later. Come on, Clay. We got a lot to do before we head for Ralston. for the local justice of the peace to bring the body into town. Then we photographed the dead man and the laundry mark on his shirt. Three hours later, we were in Ralston checking the laundries. The second one told us what we wanted to know. The dead man was Carl Jessup, an oil well rigger who worked for an independent operator named Hamlin. We located Hamlin at one of his drilling rigs. Well, what can I do for you, Rangers? We'd like to ask you a few questions. Uh, sure, excuse me just a minute. Scotty!
3: Scotty! Tell Al over in the knowledge house to come on out and check that bit when you get her up. All right, what kind of questions?
4: You know a rigger
3: named
5: Carl Jessup? I did. What do you mean you did? Well, he worked for me till two nights ago. Didn't show up for work the next morning, so I figured he took off. Any reason why he'd do that? (laughs) Well, he'd just been paid a month's wages. Maybe he just wanted to move on work someplace else. But he didn't tell you he was going to quit? No, he didn't. Wasn't surprised, though. Why not? well carl was always kind of restless big homely boy got the idea he was always unhappy about something anything in particular he was unhappy about well i, I don't rightly know seemed like he was carrying a grudge against the world because he was born so homely i guess but that's only a guess Clay, show mr hamlin the photo yeah of is that Jessup? yeah that's him all right it was kind of funny ranger was he hurt or something he was murdered, Mr. Hamlin. Shot through the chest. Murdered? But who'd want to? That's one what a... we're trying to find out. Did Jessup ever fight with any of the other oil workers around Ralston? Nothing I know of. Like I say, he was quiet and never cracked a smile, but I never seen him fight with nobody. When was the last time you saw him? Well, like I say, two nights ago. I just paid the men, and most of us went down to the Bonanza Cafe for a glass of beer. Uh, Jessup was there. Did he seem upset about anything? Upset? <laughs> no. Matter of fact, he was... Looking happier than I ever seen him look. Can't say as I blame him, neither. How do you mean? Well, he was talking with the prettiest redhead I've seen in a long time. Oh? You know her name? No, no, never seen her before. But can you describe her? Pretty hard. She's about 5'4 uh, four, built like a... <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Didn't it strike you funny, Mr. Hamlin, that a pretty girl like that would be hanging around an ugly fella like Jessup? Well, maybe it did a little, but... You never know about women. Besides, I, I figured that was strictly their business. Did you see them leave the cafe together? Might have.
3: Couldn't swear to it. I remember looking up once and they were both gone. Say, you figure this gal shot, Carl? We
5: don't figure anything yet. This Bonanza Cafe, is it near the freight yards? Uh, yeah, about a block away. Uh-huh. How much money did Jessup get paid that night? Well, I'd have to check my records to tell you exact, but uh, I know it was a right fair amount worked a lot of overtime. Must come to 600 odd dollars. Are you thinking the same thing I am, Jace? Yeah, sounds like the old confidence game, all right. And from what we know of Jessup, he was a sitting duck for it. Mr. Hamlin, you mind taking a trip to Austin with us? Well, what for, Ranger? We want you to go through our mug file of confidence girls. Maybe you can identify a pretty redhead. <laughs> How about that one, Mr. Hamlin? Oh, no, that ain't her. Now, look, Ranger. I'm glad to help out if I can, but I'm getting a little tired of looking at Gal's pictures. We don't have many more to go through. Hand me that last bunch of folders, Clay.
3: Sure. Here.
5: Take a look at this one. Mm, Nope. Nope. Don't even look like her. Besides, that one's a blonde. Gal, you once got red hair. Real red. It might be dyed. This one look familiar? Mm, I don't... Wait a minute. Here, yeah, let me take another look. Yeah, that's her, Ranger. That's her. Who oh, is it, Jase? Lil Dunlop. Served three terms at Gory. Confidence record. I didn't recognize her at first. Looks a mite younger in that picture. That was taken four years ago. You sure she's the one? I couldn't miss her. She's sure got a pretty face. So she's the one that shot Jessica. More likely the man she works with. Man? I didn't see no man with her and Jessup. You wouldn't have. He was probably waiting outside the cafe, maybe in the freight yard. Well,
2: how'd you find out who the man
5: was, uh, if there was one? Lil Dunlap's record ought to tell us something. Uh-huh. Yeah. You find something, Jase? Could be. Each time Lil was arrested, she was with a man named Charlie Bond. You want me to get his file out? Yeah, but first take Mr. Hamlin over to the colonel and see if he gets transportation back to Ralston. Sure. Come on, Mr. Hamlin. All right. That's you.
2: Uh, Meet
5: you back here, Jase? No, by the teletypes. I'm going to get out an all points bulletin on Lil Dunlop and Charlie Bond.
1: In a moment, we will continue with Tales of the Texas Rangers, starring Joel McRae as Ranger Jase Pearson. Charity is all mankind's concern. And especially at this time of the year, we must, in our charity, remember there are many less fortunate men, women, and children who have not even shelter, much less a comfortable home where families can be reunited. We must, in our charity, remember the poor and the lonely who will not receive a Christmas present or be remembered by anyone if we forget them. We must, in our charity... Remember those suffering in hospitals, shut in and yet shut out from Christmas joy. We must, in our charity, remember young children whose dreams of Christmas we can help come true. Yes, charity is all mankind's concern. You can show your concern for mankind by supporting the Salvation Army Christmas Appeal. Through the Salvation Army, your charity brings Christmas happiness to legions of lonely and poor people. We continue now with tales of the Texas Rangers and our authentic story pickup.
5: We got out in all points bulletin on Lil Dunlap and Charlie Bond with orders to spot and keep under surveillance, but not to apprehend. Clay worked south and I worked north, hoping to get some line on them. The first day passed without results. So did the second. The third day at noon, I received an urgent radio call from Clay. I met him back at company headquarters. Well, you got back here in a hurry, Jace. What's up, Clay? Phone call from San Antonio about Little Dunlop. Oh, they ever spotted? Well, not exactly, but a rancher identified her as the girl who picked him up in a cafe last night. She invited him to a party. Uh huh. Then a shortcut through the freight yards. A man jumped out, slugged him, and rolled him for all his money. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Same old pattern. Did the rancher get a look at the man? No, Jason. it was too dark, but it's a good bet it was Charlie Bond. How much did they get away with this time? Over $800. Whew. Doing all right. Yeah, not for long, I hope. You know, they must be pretty confident to start operating so soon after they murdered Carl Jessup. Yeah, but at least they're operating. And sooner or later, we'll get them. Probably not in San Antonio though. Chances are they moved on as soon as they made their haul there last night. Maybe. Hey. hey, wait a minute. What's on your mind? San Antonio? San Antone. Where's that folder with Charlie Bonds' record? Over on the other desk. You got an idea, James? Yeah, I'll tell you in a second. Yeah, here's what I want. Take a look at that page, Clay. Second paragraph. I don't get it, Jace. It's just as Charlie wants to escape from Huntsville with his cellmate, a guy named Earl Dorn, otherwise known as Mousy Dorn. You know this fellow? I sent him off on his last trip to Huntsville. He worked the confidence racket, same as Charlie Bond. Yeah, but what's that got to do with... San Antone, Clay? That's where Mousy lives. Never operated any other place. You don't think he was in on that job with the other pair last night, do you? No, but if he was as good a friend of Charlie as I think he was, Charlie wouldn't leave San Antone without seeing him. Maybe he and the girl even stayed with Mousy. Could be worth our paying a visit, huh? Yeah. Come on, Clay. Let's get to San Antonio. This is it. Doesn't look like anybody lives here. We'll soon find out. Not what you'd call a fancy house. Well, Mousy never did go in much for trimmings. I didn't think anybody was here. Try the door. Yeah.
6: Jay, she's going out the back window. Yeah. Hold it, Mousie. Let me go. Come on. Come on, let me go, huh?
5: Stick around, Mousie. It's not polite to walk out on your visitors.
6: Why? I ain't done nothing, Ranger.
5: Why are you trying to run away?
6: I wasn't trying to run away. I just got scared. Let let me go, huh?
5: Sure. Come on, let's go sit down. We want to have a little
6: talk with you. Well... What are you after me for, Ranger? I've been living, right? Ever since I got our hunch, Phil. Sit down, Mousie. Yeah, yeah
2: sit down. James, over here on the
6: sink. Yeah, you been
5: having visitors, Mousie? Huh?
6: Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I ain't had no visitors, no.
5: You usually drink coffee out of three cups at once?
6: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, uh, my aunt and uncle from Houston, uh, they come by for a cup of coffee. I see. Yeah.
5: A middle cup, Clay. Hold it by the bottom and bring it here, will you?
6: Yeah. All
5: right, thanks. Thanks. So your aunt and uncle were here.
6: Yeah, yeah, my, my aunt and uncle, yeah.
5: What color's your aunt's hair, Mousie? Huh?
6: Uh, she's, uh, uh she's, uh, she got gray hair, yeah. And
5: you're sure it isn't red, Mousy?
6: Yeah, yeah, What? Well, why?
5: Because the lipstick on this cup is bright orange, the kind a of red-headed woman might wear. You sure it was your aunt and uncle that were here?
6: I, uh, well, I, It could I, have I, been
5: I, Lil Dunlop and Charlie Bond, couldn't it, Mousy?
6: Charlie? Uh, I ain't seen him in a long time. A real long time, Ranger.
5: How many times you been in Huntsville?
6: I don't remember. Uh, 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 twice, I think. Three
5: times, I know.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. It was three times, yeah.
5: You know what happens yeah. when you get sent up again?
6: Oh, you, you can't send me up again. Uh, I ain't done nothing. We're
5: looking for Charlie Bond and Lil Dunlop. They were here, weren't they? No. If they were here and you don't tell us, the charge would be harboring criminals. The judge will throw the book at you.
6: They weren't here, I tell you.
5: All right, Clay. Let's take these cups down to the sheriff's office. We'll bring Mousy along for company. Oh,
6: you, you can't take me in. I ain't done nothing.
5: We won't keep you long, just till we take the fingerprints off these cups. Fingerprints? Uh-huh. As Soon as we find out they don't belong to Charlie and Lil, we'll bring you back home. You ready, Mousie?
6: Hi. Oh. Oh. Oh, wait a minute.
5: You ready to start talking?
6: Maybe. Maybe they
5: was here. How long ago?
6: Uh, early this morning.
5: Did they say where they were
6: heading? No, no, they didn't say. Come on, Mousy. Let's go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I. I. Okay. Okay, Ranger. They're going to Gulf City.
5: Well, it sounds like they're going to try their luck with a seaport for a change, Jason. Yeah. Which cafe will they be working, Mousy? Uh,
6: I, I don't know. Uh, she and Charlie were talking about it. They, they figured they'd decide when they get there.
5: Come on, Clay.
6: Oh, I don't know after Charlie and the Little Ranger. You've you got to believe me. If I'd have known, I'd have tore you right off.
5: I'll bet. Next time, just be more careful about who you invite for coffee. I phoned the Gulf City chief of police and asked him to stake out his men in every cafe where Lil might be expected. As soon as one of them spotted her, he was to keep an eye on her and phone the chief's office. Then Clay and I headed for Gulf City.
2: Yeah, just 20 more miles to Gulf City, Jace.
5: Yeah. We ought to make it before dark. If yeah, the chief's men out of the job, it shouldn't be too hard to spot Lil. Our problem's to take Lil and Charlie together. We'll have to set a trap, Clay. I don't follow you. As soon as we get to Gulf City, I'm going to borrow a pair of dungarees and a denim shirt. What for? So I can pose as a seaman who's just been paid. Walk into the cafe where Lil is and try and get her to pick me up. Well, let's say she does. Then what? Then she'll lead us to Charlie Bond. But, Jay's Charlie's a killer. You won't be able to carry a gun in that seaman's outfit. Uh-huh. but you'll have a gun. And you'll be tailing me from the minute Lil and I leave the cafe. Well, yeah, I hope it works. Not half as much as I do, Clay. Not half as much. We arrived at Gulf City around 7 o'clock. I outlined my plan to the chief and he arranged for some seamen's clothes. I changed into dungarees and then Clay and I settled down in the office to wait. 10 o'clock... Maybe she's not going to show tonight. I'll give her time. She's probably waiting till the cafes fill up. So it won't be so noticeable when she walks out with her latest sucker. Only tonight, that's going to be you. If things work our way, there'll be two other suckers tonight. Lil and Charlie Bond. If things work our way. I still don't like it, Jason. You got a better idea? No, I reckon not. (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter? Yeah, it's not really funny, but I can't get over you in that seaman's outfit. You look like you haven't spent a day on land in ten years. Mm. And just so it convinces Lil. And it ought to. I'm convinced, and I know you. I'll get it.
2: Ranger Morgan. Where?
5: Yeah, right away. Come on. Lil. The anchor cafe. Let's go, sailor. The cafe was crowded with seamen when I walked in. I spotted Lila at the corner table and passed her on my way to the counter. Took out a wad of bills and made sure she could see them, and then I asked the proprietor for change to play the jukebox. I put in a nickel, and when I turned around, she was standing on my
7: shoulder. Hello, sailor. Hi. You like music, huh?
5: huh. We don't get to hear much aboard ship.
7: You off one of the tankers?
5: Yeah.
7: What's your name? Jack. Jack. That's a real nice name. Mine's Lil. Buy me a beer, Jack?
5: Sure. Come on over.
7: Um, I hope you don't think I did wrong coming up to you and speaking first. I'm glad you
5: did. One beer and coffee, please.
7: But don't you drink beer? Yes, yeah, sometimes. Oh, I knew when you came in you'd be nice to talk to. I was right, too.
5: It's funny. I was thinking the same thing when I saw you.
7: Were you? I didn't even know you'd noticed me. Oh, with that pretty red hair and how oh, did I miss you? Yeah, I know. Sorry I'll be right back. Gee, I wish we could dance in here. And so do I. Hey, I got an idea. A few friends of mine are having a party tonight. Why don't we go? We could dance there.
5: I couldn't go in these work clothes.
7: Oh, that won't make any difference. Come on, Jack.
5: Well, but don't you want to wait for your beer?
7: There'll be plenty at the party. Come on.
5: Okay. Forget that beer and coffee. Maybe I ought to go back to ship and change into some better clothes.
7: I told you it won't make any difference. My friends won't care. Which way? Right down here. Sure, I'm glad I met you tonight.
5: Yeah, me too. Only I wish we'd met a long time before this.
7: You see, I was right. You are nice. Oh, we'd take a shortcut through here. Uh, Freight yards? Mm -hmm. My friends live right on the other side. This'll save us a couple of miles of walking.
5: Well, if you say so.
7: It only takes a few minutes. How come you're so quiet all of a sudden?
5: Mm, Reckon I don't have much to say. Well,
7: I expect we'll have a lot to talk about before the evening's over. You uh-huh. can
5: say that again.
7: Well, now, that's more like it. For a minute there, I was beginning to think you didn't like me. You scared of something, Leo? Well, of course not. Why?
5: The way you're looking around, I... <laughs> no, you don't! Slug him, Charlie, slug him! <laughs> give me
6: that gun! Charlie, look
5: <clears> out! <throat> <up.
3: laughs>
5: Grab the girl, Clay. I got this one.
3: Get yeah. 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 your hands off I him. can Get Get off. I, Come on, I, I said give me that gun! You... <laughs> Charlie!
7: You kill Charlie.
5: Yeah, he'll be
7: all
5: right. You okay, Jace? Yeah. Put the other pair of cuffs on Charlie. Sure.
7: Dirty, dirty cops.
5: Hey, you sure hit him hard, Jase. He's out cold in the fish. I huh?
7: should have known you were a cop. I should have figured it out the minute I saw you.
5: Don't worry, Lil. You'll have plenty of time for figuring from now on.
1: In just a moment, we will tell you the results of the case you have just heard. Music means all things to all people. Music is relaxation, adventure. Elysian fields of dreams come true. We of NBC feel proud of our Monday evening lineup of truly fine music programs. Tomorrow means more fine music on NBC, with the Railroad Hour featuring Gordon McRae. Tomorrow, Nadine Connor will guest on the Railroad Hour production of the Romberg-Gershwin musical, Rosalie to add to your Monday evening listening pleasure. Also tomorrow, there's the voice of Firestone with guest Jerome Hines and Howard Barlow directing the orchestra in March of the Toys. Later, there's the telephone hour with guest soloist Michael Rabin and the orchestra under the direction of Donald Voorhees. And enjoy the Mario Lanza show with Mario Lanza, lovely Giselle McKenzie and Ray Sinatra and the orchestra. Yes, Monday is your invitation to hear the railroad hour The Voice of Firestone, The Telephone Hour, and The Mario Lanza Show. Hear it on this station. And now, here are the results of the
2: case you have just heard. Faced with ballistics proof that his gun killed Carl Jessup, Charlie Bond admitted shooting him and placing his body in a freight car. Bond and Lil Dunlop received life sentences in the penitentiary. Early in 1949, Whitey Holmes, a vagrant dying of tuberculosis in a county hospital, confessed that he and another man had thrown the body of Carl Jessup from a moving train, thus clearing up the unsolved element in the case. Next week, Joel McCrae
1: in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. included Tony Barrett, Tom McKee, Brad Brown, Herb Ellis, Bob Sweeney, and Joan Banks. Technical advisor was Captain M.T. Lone Wolf Gonzalez of the Texas Rangers. This story was transcribed and adapted by Charles E. Israel, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keith. Hal Gibney speaking.
5: Next, it's the big show. All this and Tallulah, too, on
3: NBC.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.